Your girl is a homebody, so one of the best parts of the day for me is when I can come home, put on my comfy pajamas, get snuggled up on the couch, and enjoy something to drink while catching up on a TV show. The thing is, though, that I don't want to drink wine all the time because, though I love it, I'm no longer a huge wine drinker like I was back in the day. I have morning headaches and even inflammation to thank for that. So, to help fill that gap, I've been enjoying Recess Mood as a guilt-free way to unwind. Recess Mood really is a vibe y'all there are only 20 calories per serving no added sugar and it's infused with stuff i like including mood lifting magnesium and stress balancing adaptogens which really helps me to relax after a high energy day recess mood has four delicious flavors to choose from my personal fave is strawberry rose if one of your goals in 2024 is to drink less alcohol this is the way Give Recess Mood a try today and see how relaxed it helps you feel. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast, a space where the healing, liberation, and well-being of Black women is centered and prioritized. My name is Bree Mitchell, and I am not only the host of the show, I'm also the founder of Brown Girl Self-Care as well as a self-care advocate. Here, I share tips, thoughts, and conversations that are cultivated to pour into your self-care cup. I'm so glad you're here. Let's go ahead and get into today's episode. All right, all right. Welcome back for another episode. I'm so glad that you're here. Happy Monday. We are uh, officially in August, and this year is just flipping flipping by, right? Literally, we're already um, in August. This is my birthday month. I would just go ahead and say that in case you want to send me some things. You can send me some things. I will not (laughs) object um, at all. If you wanted to PayPal me, um, connect at browngirlselfcare.com. Again, connect at browngirlselfcare.com if you want to PayPal me um, so I can have some wine on you or coffee or something, okay? Hey, I'm just putting it out there because if you don't ask, you don't receive. So um, before we get into this episode, real talk, um, all kidding, kidding, excuse me, aside, I'm going to be talking about, um, you know, when black women are labeled quote unquote quitters, like how, how that hits me, how, how I feel about that, specifically when we're talking about, uh, like we're going to be talking about what's been in the news um, lately, these big stories about Simone Biles withdrawing from the Olympics and... Um, Naomi Osaka, Osaka, excuse me, uh, withdrawing from uh, the French Open and um, some other stuff. Like, we are being labeled as, like, quitters because we're not, like, we're, we're at this point, like, putting our foot down. We're refusing to play the game, right? So we're going to be talking about that. And I just want to give my 
you know, just my two cents, if I may, just my perspective on all of this. So, but first, you know, something I haven't done in a minute, and um, I really want to take the time to do that, is go ahead and just give out a few shout outs to, to some of you that have taken the time out of your day to leave a rating and review on um, iTunes, because I do get a chance to read them. But I can definitely do a better job of just saying, you know what, thank you. And, um, you know, acknowledging the fact that you took time to do that. So I want to read a few. So um, the first one comes from, uh, let's see. So here we go. So Jen White, back in April, said, love brown girl self-care space. Inspirational. Thank you. Sis Bree, well done. Jen, I appreciate you. Um, looks like Bree John 3295 says, I love this podcast. I'm an introvert. And I really relate to everything, excuse me, everything, what is wrong with my throat? <laughs> and I really relate to everything Brie talks about. I love listening to this podcast during my morning drive to work or in the evenings while cooking dinner. This podcast is truly a gem for me to have during this pandemic. Thank you so much, Boo. I appreciate that. Um, then we have one from Gabby Purple. She says, two episodes in and this is my new favorite podcast. Yes, girl. Uh, two more. Um, looks like the person's name is Pet, P-E-T, says, thank you. This is getting me through very tough times. So happy I found this. And then the last one is from Paula Lily, who says, I love, love, love this podcast. The podcast has me thinking in a new way. I feel like a new person every day with all the material and tips I have taken from this podcast. Thank you. Oh, I lied. My bad. Oh, there's a couple more. I'm sorry, y'all, but let me just... Can I have a moment? Let me just get him out. <laughs> um, I have another one that says, respect the jewel. Whoa, I needed this awesome podcast. And last one, Graceful Hustle says, please don't stop creating and sharing the space. I needed this. I needed this so, so much. Thank you. So to everyone that I had a chance to read your review, and even the ones I have not had a chance to read on air, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. All kidding aside, I really appreciate you. I appreciate the fact that you are rocking and rolling with me and um, through all the highs and the, the not so highs. Um, and I, I just appreciate that. That to me is what building a community is all about. Just just holding space for each other to shine, to grow, to evolve, to to fall down and get back up and maybe fall down again. <laughs> you know, just all of that to me is what building a community is all about. So I want to give a shout out to you. And just say thank you. Thank you very much. So, um, yeah, so let's go ahead and get into today's epi- excuse me, episode, which, again, is called When Black Women Are Quitters. And I put quitters in exclamation points because I think it's just a total joke. I think it's just a total joke that these women, again, for example, most recently, like Naomi and uh, Simone, but this is not this is not anything new. I feel like this is not something new when it comes to black women. I think that it's because these two powerhouses, <laughs> these two phenomenal powerhouses, um, are in the news doing things that you know the average person doesn't do, and because of that, you know, I feel like now it's like a big deal like the mental health of black women now it's a big deal because it's been validated by these two dope amazing queens that are in the spotlight 
I feel like for the average black woman, and this is not to discredit what uh, these two young ladies have gone through, but I think that, and and I'm thankful actually (laughs) that they are taking this stand because I feel like it's going to have a trickle effect that we need, (laughs) you know what I mean? And that's how things get started sometimes. Like we can, like the average person can go through something forever, but it does, and it doesn't necessarily resonate until, like, uh, for example, a Beyonce. You know, because Naomi and uh, Simone, they are like the Beyonce of their respective uh, fields, right? So sometimes it takes someone in a position of power and prestige and and celebrity, if you will. Um, to really bring awareness to the plight or, or, or to the experiences of the community. So I'm, I'm thankful. I'm really thankful for them just having the courage, you know, to do what they have been doing. But, um, you know, calling black women quitters for refusing to play the game anymore literally <laughs> for refusing to play the game anymore i think that people outside of our community see us as uh, see our labors see our works see us as a commodity i've said this before like we're they see black people they see black women i'm speaking directly to black women so i'll say i they see black women as a commodity something to be owned something to be controlled something to be worked and and into the dust used up you know as long as we're making money for you know them and you may be thinking well first of all Brie why are we even talking about this I'm not a celebrity I I don't think I'm a commodity I don't or I I don't think this is really relevant for me but it's like it is because you may not be on the court you may not be uh doing the vault or dance floor exercises like Simone. You may not be uh, swinging a tennis racket and making power moves like um, Naomi, but it still applies. It definitely still applies because you are going to work every single day, making money. Like we 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 are commodities. We're we're we are making money for other people, or you are in a relationship and you're benefiting someone else, right? And sometimes what happens in relationships, work or, or like um, friendships or romantic relationships, like once you are no longer, like once you, you know, pump the brakes, once you, uh, you know, say, you know what, I'm not going to use myself in this way anymore. I don't want to do this thing anymore. I want to take care of my health more. I want to prioritize myself. I want to prioritize my mental health. I want to prioritize my spiritual health. Like I want to I want to I want to focus on me right now because if it's detrimental like it it's a must. Once we do that and we're no longer I guess of value, like we cannot be controlled because we've made this decision to kind of like take our power back, take our health back, like Maxine said, reclaim our time. <laughs> You know, and we can no longer be this commodity, this money making machine, you know, um, then we are the bitch when you just loved us before, you know, then we are, you know, 
whatever, whatever foul name you want to call us, you know, or for example, in the relationship, when things were good, we were like bae, we were um, honey, you know, we were wifey or whatever the case may be. But if something happens and you're like, you know what, this is not working for my mental health, this is not working for my peace, this is not working for my physical health, then we're a bitch, then we're a hoe, you know what I'm saying? Those kind of words tend to pop up. But in this case, instead of bitch or hoe, we're, we're a quitter. And so people were going onto the internet and calling these two young ladies, these two amazing <laughs> dope ladies, like, then they're quitters because we're no longer, again, they, they no longer, they decided to pull themselves out of the machine. They decided that they were not going to put money above their health, Right. And there was an interesting quote on the Twitter by Arikia Bennett. It's either Arikia Bennett or Arekia Bennett. Hopefully I'm saying her name properly. But yeah, we're quitters, right? And so she says, um, how are folks who can't do cartwheels talking shit about a young black girl who can fly? And actually, I think she got that quote from someone else. I'm not sure. I'm just, you know, I don't really use the Twitter. I'm just going to be honest with you. But it comes up under her name. <laughs> so again, we're the quitters. But she's like, how how are folks who can't do cartwheels talking shit, excuse my language, I'm just reading the tweet, about a young black girl who can fly, talking about Simone Biles. I mean, like that quote like sums it up. But this is real talk. Again, when when they cannot make money off of our labor, when they can't make money off of our efforts, when we put ourselves above any and everything else, then, you know, the tables kind of turn. Then we're no longer good enough. We're not, we're, we're not a team player. We're, we're not, um, we're not, but the thing is like these folks, like it's like they, they, they want that entertainment value. They want that money. They want us to be funny. They want us to be the comedian, they want us to be the nurturer. They want us to just be all the things. But at what cost? <laughs> at what cost? So that's kind of like what I've been thinking about for the last few days. Like, at, at what cost? Because, again, once you're no longer all those things, what, what's your value to them? What's the, what's, what's the cost to yourself? And so I, I, I love the fact that people in, in the spotlight are starting to really put their foot down. Really starting to set these boundaries. And refusing to do things just for the sake of their health. And what's sad is that we have to, we have to over-explain over justify why we can't do xyz why we can't show up why we can't break our backs why we can't work ourselves to death right we have to over explain and i'm and i'm just like i i i just wish those days were gone where we have to over explain like that example of the person that's, for example, you know, in a wheelchair, say you broke your leg or you, you're disabled in some way. So you're using a wheelchair 
or um, like a walker or a cane or something like that, and someone can see that you're, you know, you're physically not able to do the quote unquote normal things. So you, you know, you're disabled. That's okay. But if you have like something mentally going on, right? Maybe you're stressed out, you're depressed, you have anxiety, you have panic attacks, you may have like, um, like ADHD or like bipolar or any, I mean, anything, you know what I'm saying? Anything that we can't necessarily see on the outside, then it's a problem. Then we have to over, and even sometimes when they can see what, you know, where that disability may lie, lie, we have to over justify it. We have to over explain it, right? Because we don't want that backlash. That's the difference to me between, I mean, there's, Naomi and um, Simone definitely faced backlash. I think the difference is that they have the money to where, not that it doesn't hurt their feelings or that it doesn't cause them pain and discomfort. I'm not saying that. But the difference is they have money, rightfully so. So they have that privilege where they can shut it down and walk away. And again, not to say they don't have worries, but when you have money that changes things, like the average person that I know, um, including myself, you know, um, I know a lot of times we feel like we don't have that option to do the courageous thing that they did because we do fear that backlash as far as like, you know, how, in other words, how many of us can afford to walk off the job because our for the sake of our mental health and, and, and not live in fear that within however, however long you may, you know, be damn near homeless or really struggling. You know what I'm saying? Or um, how many of us can do that and not fear that backlash of, of being fired, you know, because you're not a team player. So for us, uh, we say we, we give all those yeses and it costs our peace and it costs our well-being. It costs our, our health. Okay, so what do Gail Anderson, Oprah Winfrey, and Big Boy have in common? These are three people in media who back in the day showed me that my dreams were possible. These visionaries paved the way for me to take a huge chance on myself by sharing my voice in the podcasting space. Black representation in media didn't happen by chance. We had to fight for the right to be heard, to be seen, to share our stories, and to take up space. Imagine if you could have some of the power, richness, and depth of the Black experience in one curated space. You can. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment, as well as perspective of the culture in real time. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. Conversations ranging from Abbott Elementary to mental health to Tracy Ellis Ross, there is no limit to the range you will find on Black Stories, Black Truths. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. It's okay to be skeptical and to question things that don't quite sound true. Like the time that I was dating someone that was trying to earn cool points, so told me he liked every single TV show that I did, but then couldn't tell me any of the names of the characters on these shows he claimed to love. Like, seriously? 
If something seems too good to be true, do some digging before you invest your time, energy, or money. This is why when it comes to my health, I use Ritual because they know that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds our high standards. Their clinically backed essential for women 18 plus multivitamin has high quality traceable key ingredients in clean, bioavailable forms. These multivitamins are gentle on my stomach and are so easy for me to take. It's crucial that I trust what I'm putting into my body, so I love that Rituals Essential for Women is USP verified, which is a huge deal. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com forward slash self-care. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com forward slash self-care for 25% off. So I, I remember for me, like in September of um, 2019, I'm sure I've told you this before. I'll just briefly say that in September of 2019, when I walked away from my job, do you know how big of a decision that was for me? That was like, um, that was a huge decision for me to make because I didn't have anything. I literally walked away with nothing <laughs> But my head held high <laughs> and uh, and hella bills, <laughs> right? I'm just being honest. I literally walked away with my head held high uh, and hella bills that need needed to be paid, right? So I, I didn't have that privilege necessarily of having X amount of dollars in the bank. I didn't have savings. I didn't have... Um, you know, any of those kind of things. So I think that's primarily where the difference between me versus a, a Simone Biles would be or someone in her position, you know what I'm saying, to be able to do something like that. Um, but either way, regardless of where you are in that spectrum, either you have tons of disposable income or you don't, like I didn't, at some point, the same decision, like we come to that same conclusion, like if I continue doing this, it's going to kill me or I'm going to hurt myself. I'm going to hurt someone else. Like I, I am literally doing this action of stepping away, stepping down, stepping like, like saying no, setting a boundary, limiting myself in that, in that way, pumping the brakes. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, if, if I don't, the, what happens after that, is probably not going to be pretty. So if you you find yourself in a position like that and you're wondering, well, you know, breathe. This is me. I'm not, you know, I'm not wealthy. I do fear backlash as far as financially because if I get fired, you know, I'm screwed. I don't have anything to fall back on. Um, I work very hard and I, and I try my best to pay off my bills and, you know, um, get out of debt or put money in the bank for a rainy day or whatever, but it, you know, it's just not right now. It's just not possible. No matter how hard I try, no matter how hard I work, sis, I understand completely because that is me. I am you and you are me. But I'll tell you, for me, it was like, if I don't step away from a situation where I felt like I wasn't being treated 
the way that I deserved. And you can apply this to relationships too. Like without going into it, I just didn't feel like I was being treated fairly. Every day I was going into a place where I was miserable. And I, I don't know if me staying there would have, you know, ended in a healthy way. Regardless of, you know, income. I, I don't feel like it would have ended in a healthy way. I mean, who knows? You, I may not even be doing this podcast right now if I had not stepped away in September of 2019. Who I, I may not even honestly have been here. Who knows? I mean, you just don't know. So your mental health is really, it's nothing to play with. It is serious. And I wish these companies and, and this country would really take it more seriously because I don't feel like you should be forced to have to make a decision like that either or why can't there be an and in there somewhere right like either I um work this job and I'm miserable or I quit and I lose everything right there's got to be space for the and in there somewhere because taking your power back, taking back your your mental health, taking back your physical health, like that should not be uh, penalized. We shouldn't be punished for that. But I feel like that's you are punished, right? I haven't had insurance in like two years, but I'll tell you, like if you're like Bree, I'm in that same situation. I I am sure someone is listening to the sound in my voice, and it's like this is me. She's talking to me. Have you ever experienced that? Where you just know that the person that you're listening to is talking to you? I've had that happen a few times and it's like, it's freaky scary, you know? But I am positive that I'm speaking to someone right now. And I'm going to tell you, girl, um, I walked away from my job in September of 2019. And I'm not telling you to do this. (laughs) Okay? I'm not. I don't know your situation, but if you are a believer, like I am a Jesus stan, I am a follower of Christ, I'm a believer. Um, I got to a place where I just had to believe that God wanted much more for me. And so I risked it all, and I quit that job, and I can tell you that I'm not saying that it has been perfect, because it has not, but... I have been able like to make a way. I should say God has made a way. So I have been able to be okay. I have been able to be okay. And I had to really lean on my faith and the belief and understanding that there's no way that I should be mentally this miserable for years and and at minimum not try you know, take, like, take a leap of faith, like, at least try, because, I mean, sometimes I feel like when it comes to mental, mental health, excuse me, like, sometimes I feel like it can't get much worse than this, for me, I'm talking about my experience, okay, like, that's what, that was what helped me to make that next decision, I'm not saying this is for you, I'm talking about me specifically, be clear, let me be clear on that, okay, but there were times I'm like, it, me quitting and walking away and letting go of this this income um like but where I am right now 
with just mentally, like it can't, it can't, it can't be much worse than this, like me quitting and whatever happens after that. In other words, like it can't be much worse than where I am right now in this moment and how I feel. And so I took that leap of faith. So all that to say, girl, if you feel that you need to do what you need to do to protect your peace, if you feel like you need to do what you need to do to uh, to just get to a place of more calm and ease, um, if you feel like you need to do what you need to do, and by that I mean put up boundaries, quit your job, end a relationship, whatever the case may be, then it's okay. You're not a quitter. You're not a loser. You're not a terrible person. You're not a bum, right? You have to remember that when you do these things, when you step out, when you say, no, I'm not doing this, when you start to grow and honor your boundaries, when you start to grow and honor your self-worth the way that you deserve, that is like a pivotal moment in your life. And people are not necessarily going to be on board. And when you do those things and people start to lash out or you have issues on the job, you know what I'm saying? Just know that that's what it is. I feel like people start to understand that they can no longer use you in a certain way. And they're not okay with that. Now, if it's your job, like if you agreed to do something and down the line, however long it takes, you understand that these things are not something that you feel comfortable with for whatever reason. Not saying that they're illegal or something, but for whatever reason, it just no longer is in alignment with your peace. Understand that your job, of course, has the right to end employment if you can no longer do those things. So, you know, I understand that. But... All I can tell you is that no matter what you decide, and if you do decide that you have had enough and you just need to pivot and start doing things that really take care of you, just hear me when I say that no matter what they say, the naysayers, the people that were when you were doing so well, you know, and really doing such amazing things and you know, bringing all this money into your job or making your partner super happy because you were doing everything they said or whatever the case may be. Of course, they were your cheerleader at that time. But when the tables change or when the, what is it, the tables flip or the situation reverses or whatever, and you, and you start just kind of, like I said, reclaiming your power, thinking about the things you want, you know, rediscovering who you are, the things you want to do, the things you want to experience, then they, you know, of course, have the right, rightfully so, to no longer be your cheerleader. But what I want you to understand is that doesn't mean anything about your character. That doesn't mean anything about what you are and who you are. So they may call you out of your name is what I'm saying. That's the point. You might get called out of your name or you might get fired from your job. But that doesn't mean 
anything about who you are as a person, all right? So, um, yeah, that's all I really wanted to, wanted to talk about because, um, oh, and actually one more thing, I guess I'll just throw it in there. I had the opportunity to watch the, um, to watch Naomi's, uh, documentary. It was like a three-part documentary on, I think it was either on Hulu or Netflix. I'm not a hundred percent positive because I watched it maybe like a week or two ago. And if you haven't watched that, like just watching her kind of like, first of all, this girl's a beast as far as like her ethic, her training ethic, her work ethic. Like she's just like, she, she's amazing. She's amazing. Um, but there was one part of it where she says something like how, you know, she just, she doesn't even feel it. She just feels like a robot. She just goes through the, through the motions like a machine. It's like she just feels like she's just a robot. And just the way that, and, and I don't know if this was just for the documentary, like they just happened to catch her during a time where she was just, you know what I mean, in a certain space mentally. Um, and obviously I'm just outside looking in, but she just didn't look, I, I didn't see any life behind her eyes. I didn't see any joy in her spirit. I didn't see any happiness. And again, that could be because she was just in training mode. I get that. But it just made me so sad for her. It just made me so sad for her and just got me to thinking about how these machines, like, they just eat us up. They eat us up. These athletes, these entertainers, these celebrities, like, when you're, you know, making them that money, when you're doing like the things you're contractually excuse me obligated to do and you're riding that high then you are just like the media darling like i said before but never forget that um all those things can change at any time all those things can be taken away from any of us at any time but what can't be taken away is if we don't allow it is our joy what can't be taken away if we don't allow it is our faith. What can't be taken away if we don't allow it is our peace. What can't be taken away if we don't allow it is our, our, our authentic happiness. Like these things can't be bought with money. You can never go out and buy joy with money. You can never go out and buy faith with money. You can never go out and buy happiness with money. Obviously, there's things that, like if someone bought me a house, <laughs> if you want to buy me a house for my birthday, um, that's August 30th, by the way. Um, yeah, that would definitely, I, I mean, I would definitely be happy. Listen, but I'm saying that, but it, it's not like it's a, how can I explain it? It's not like it's a true lasting happiness, right? That inner happiness. Nothing can buy that. Nothing can buy that. And nothing can take it away if we don't allow it. So, um, yeah. Yeah, make sure you check out that documentary. And I believe Simone has one as well. I haven't had a chance to watch that, but I am going to uh, this week make some time to do that. I've watched the one with Serena. That was excellent. Um, and I'm thinking, about, I'm thinking about Meghan Markle too, how she just like obviously said enough is enough like I don't want to play this game anymore because I it's killing me basically that's exactly what she said like I mean I'm not those weren't her exact words obviously but she was like enough's enough that this is this is killing me this is killing me and I, 
like I said at the beginning, at the top of the podcast, I'm just so thankful that women are, especially black women, are being so courageous because they are in the spotlight and they do get a ton of backlash. But they're really just stepping forward and saying, I am, I am honoring my, myself. I am honoring my worth above any and everything else. And it is what it is. And I make no apology for it. I love it. I, I love to see it. And I'm so thankful that they are, they're doing that. Not only for them, but for us too. Because like I said before, the more it goes mainstream, that black women have the right to do these kinds of things, the more it goes mainstream, that black women deserve to be treated, to be treated as humans and not machines. And not to be seen as just for the things, their, their labor and their work, you know what I mean? And how much money they can make for whomever. Like, once that just kind of goes mainstream, it will help us, us in our community, you know, to also do similar things. So, yeah. All right. So, that is it for this week's episode. I encourage you to... Um, you can always write me at connect at browngirlselfcare.com and let me, let me know your thoughts on this episode. Uh, also, please leave a rating and review. Leave a comment. I love those. I would love to read your comment um, on the air. Nice ones, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's it for this episode. And by the way, speaking of mental health, speaking of reclaiming your power, speaking of honoring your worth, speaking of just taking care of you, don't forget that we do have the two-day virtual retreat coming up on August 29th and August 30th. Y'all, real talk, I had, because so, I have sponsors for the event, right? And so I was able to have some tickets to be made for free, like free tickets. I kid you not, I made 125 tickets available. Those tickets were claimed within 24 hours. So I'm hoping that I can get some more sponsorships that can help me to um, provide more free tickets. So if that happens um, down the line, I will be sure to make some more available. Um, but in the meantime, if you know you want to be in the space, you know you want to take some time to pour into your self-care, you know that you just need a break and you just want to be able to be in a space where we're just learning and hearing from dynamic speakers and just learning other ways to rest and take care of ourselves, then you are going to want to go to browngirlselfcare.com and hit that shop button and get your ticket for the retreat. All right. So with that said, now I'm officially done. And that's it for this week's episode of the Brown Girl Self Care Podcast. Have a blessed week and I cannot wait to um, connect with you again in the next episode next Monday. Take care.